It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. Hey, welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on today's show. I'm going to tell you why baseball, and more specifically, Major League Baseball, has missed the mark. I've seen a lot of really good stuff talking about these negotiations and well, lack thereof. Plus, I've had a lot of thoughts over the, the weekend about all this. We're going to flesh that out in just a moment. Also want to shout out to the newest Red and undrafted free agent they signed from Florida Atlantic University. And we'll talk about him for just a moment as well. But before we get into all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Let's do the fun part first. The Reds signed at least one undrafted free agent that, you know, at least at time of recording this, a second baseman named Francisco Urbaez out of Florida Atlantic University. Now, you remember that with the really shortened draft this season, the Reds only had five rounds of picks. They had a total of six draft picks altogether. And with that, after that was over, when you go to the undrafted free agent signing period, the most that you can sign a player is for $20,000, given the fact that they've signed him on the very first day. I've got to believe that Francisco Urbaez is a $20,000 signee. And this is all being reported by FAUsports.com the website for Florida Atlantic. They talk about Urbias came over after a couple of great years in junior college, and during his junior season at FAU, he hit 322 with 10 home runs and 41 RBIs. He ranked among Conference USA leaders in six offensive categories and defensively led the league in assists while being part of the most double plays among infielders. So that's kind of cool, something to look forward to. And a guy the Reds add a middle infielder to a very slim group of middle infielders that the Reds have. And Urbias becomes the fifth former Florida Atlantic player to begin his professional career with the MLB's oldest franchise, our Cincinnati Reds. First since catcher Robert Orton was drafted by the Reds in the 38th round Back in 2004, other prior FAU players were J.C. Huguet 
free agent in the year 2000. Nick Preston, another Nick, fifth-round pick in 1996. And Jeff Forney. So, yeah, not, not a whole lot of really good successful players from Florida Atlantic, but that's no mark on Francisco Urbias. We'll look forward to watching him develop. It'll be a couple of years. He comes in as a college senior, so he's already a few years ahead of where guys like Austin Hendrick are. So who knows? Maybe in the next couple of years, we might see him in the major leagues. However, that also brings me to the meat of this episode. And, and you know what? Before we jump into the meat of this episode, I do want to mention that it, it was something that we had talked about it was about a week ago, I guess, on the podcast that I had the statement, but wanted to follow it up with this. Together we stand against racism and social injustice. Like so many of you, we were outraged by the senseless killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and many other black men and women before them. It's time for change. That's why together, the hosts of Locked On Podcast Network are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for civil rights and into systemic racism and reform policing practices. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. We will contribute those funds to Black Lives Matter, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and Campaign Zero, three organizations that are fighting for equality and justice for all. Will you join us in this fight? If so, head on over to LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Real quick, too, before we jump into the meat, I did want to shout out to RockAuto.com. If you are working on a project with your car, the absolute best place to get any and all parts needed is rockauto.com. They've got the most extensive list of parts for your car because, you know what, they got all the parts your car will ever need. Plus, they have great prices, too. No matter what it is you're looking for, the price is going to be right at rockauto.com, and they've got an easy interface. If you don't know exactly what the part is called that you're looking for, but you can kind of pinpoint it on your vehicle, at least the area and all that good stuff, they help you step-by-step step with figuring out which the part you need. And if you're a little bit more attuned, maybe you know what brand you like of shocks or struts or, you know, brake pads, different things like that, you can find specific brands and the one that you like the most on rockauto.com. So head on over to rockauto.com and in the checkout portion where it asks, where'd you hear about us? Type in a locked on to let them know that I sent you. Also sponsoring today's podcast is Built Bar. Built Bar's got a great deal going on right now, up to 50% off everything on the website. They have the best tasting protein bar on the market because it tastes like a candy bar. You don't compromise taste for health, but guess what? It's healthy too. It's got half the calories, seven times less the sugar, and seven times less the carbs of that of a Cliff Bar. And they taste awesome. Great flavors there on the website. You can check out mint chocolate brownie. You've got double chocolate cream. Two of my favorites, it's really hard to pick between these two, is pineapple upside down cake and chocolate coconut. I know those aren't flavors that are mentioned by a lot of people when they talk about Built Bar, but I find them very awesome. 
Like I mentioned, they've got a sale going on right now as well, up to 50% off everything on the website. Go check them out right now at BuiltBar.com and put in the promo code Locked On on top of the up to 50% off everything. You'll also get $10 off your first order with that promo code. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at BuiltBar.com. Go get you some today. Very tasty, very healthy, BuiltBar.com. And the promo code of locked on. All right. So over the weekend, we got a resolution. Okay, not a resolution. An end to all of this bickering back and forth between the owners and the players. And it came in the form of a statement from Tony Clark. Tony Clark's statement from the union in the most recent counter proposal from the owners says this, players want to play. It's who we are and what we do. Since March, the association has made it clear that our number one focus is playing the fullest season possible, as soon as possible, as safely as possible. Players agreed to billions in monetary concessions as a means to that end. And in the face of repeated media leaks and misdirection, we made additional proposals to inject new revenues into the industry. Proposals that would benefit the owners, players, broadcast partners, and fans alike. It's now become apparent that these efforts have fallen upon deaf ears. In recent days, owners have decreed that supposed unprofitability of owning a baseball team, and the commissioner has repeatedly threatened to schedule a dramatically shortened season unless players agree to hundreds of millions in further concessions. Our response has been consistent that such concessions are unwarranted. Would be fundamentally unfair to players and that our sport deserves the fullest 2020 season possible. These remain our positions today, particularly in light of new reports regarding MLB's national television rights, information we requested from the league weeks ago, but were never provided. As a result, it unfortunately appears that further dialogue with the league would be futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. That's hard stuff right there, right there at the end. Tell us when and where. We're done. We're done talking about this whole thing. And look, you know my position. You know that I've sided with the players on all of this. And here recently I've been like, man, I just want baseball back. I I don't even really care about what side I support. But then the owners come back with the the same counterproposal over and over again. There were so many great kind of jokes on Twitter. And there was even this awesome one. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon had a great interpretation. It's as if you're trying to talk to your son and get him to, you know, potty train and all that stuff. And if he potty trains correctly, you'll give him some juice. And then after he does what you asked him to do, you turn around and you try and give him water. And he's like, well, how about water in this cup? How about water in this cup? How about water in a mug? You like mugs. It's the same stuff over and over again. That's what the league was offering to the players. And then they come, they turn around and they announce that they've signed this multi-billion dollar contract with Turner Broadcasting for the playoffs. It is absolutely obvious that the entire point of any amount of games, I think the owners would be fine if they played 12 regular season games and then got to the postseason. They now have this really lucrative contract with Turner Broadcasting for a multi-billion dollars. 
for the playoffs. They don't care about the regular season. I mean, the regular season, they still make their money on the television revenue, but with that shortened amount of time with the series, the seven-game series, and most of them don't go seven games sometimes, they're still making billions of dollars, and that's why they're okay with this whole 48-game season crap. Look, don't get me wrong. I love baseball, and baseball is better than not baseball, but we're really going to look back on this year. It, you know, Supposedly, if they actually pull through with this idea of 48-game season, we're really going to look back on this se- season and take it seriously? I don't think so. 48 games is bullcrap. I mean, it's a third of a season at most. And every time the players came back with their own counterproposal to what the owners have offered, they said for more games. And they've been saying the whole time, like, look, we're the ones putting ourselves on the line with this. We're the ones that have to worry about the health risks and all that stuff. Owners don't even have to be at the ballpark whenever the game happens. They just, you know, happen to choose so to do that. And then this whole crap about the owners coming out and being like, blah, blah, it's a zero-sum game. I I believe it was the Cardinals owner, Bill DeWitt, that actually came out and said, Bill DeWitt Jr., said that owning a Major League Baseball team is not very profitable. Are you kidding me? This is his direct quote. The industry isn't very profitable, to be quite honest. How is that even possible? These teams are worth billions of dollars, and yes, you can talk about, well, it's not all in cash and all this other stuff. Then why own a baseball team if it's not profitable? These guys have already made money before they got to the baseball game because, well, you know, you got to have a lot of money to buy a baseball team, or at least you got to have a lot of friends that have a lot of money to buy a baseball team. So why even do it? If it's not profitable, then get rid of your team. Sell it to somebody who wants it because right now you're killing the sport. The sport of baseball is something that is near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to thousands of people around this country. Hopefully millions. I'd love to say millions. But right now, Major League Baseball is making sure that it's not millions. Every single year for the past however long Rob Manfred's been the commissioner, he said, we've got to get younger. We've got to get more fans. We've got to drive younger audiences to the game of baseball. Statistics show in the year 2000, the average fan age was 50. This year, it's 57. You got older. You didn't get younger. And you know why? You're fantastic at getting rid of fans. You're not bringing them in. You're driving them away. And when you're looking at this year where everyone is having problems with the coronavirus and the pandemic and the job loss and everything that's gone on, you're seriously going to sit here and say tongue-in-cheek that you have a billion-dollar deal with Turner Broadcasting sitting right over here and you're telling players to take even further pay cuts than what they've already agreed upon in March and you can seriously sit there in front of the camera on ESPN right before the first round of the draft and say he guarantees there's going to be baseball this year? He knows. He knows exactly what they're doing. This is a war. This is not about baseball. This is not about the fans. And as much as I want to give you a fan's perspective on this, that's total. it's a total crock of crap because they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about the almighty greenback. Give them some money, and that's all they care about. They're, they're killing the sport of baseball, and they've gotten to the point that even if they come out with this truncated 48-game season or whatever the crap they're going to think of here, 
by the time it gets going, we'll already have had soccer for a bit. Soccer's got this really awesome plan in place to get going with like a World Cup style tournament. And some of you may not be that big of soccer fans, but guess what? It's going to be the only sport, on, the only team sport on television for a little while. And then baseball might come back. And by the time baseball's getting going, then you've got basketball. And guess what? The NBA looks like a far better league right now. It is absolutely miles ahead as far as how well it's run, how cohesive the players union and the owners and the league office and all that stuff. They're all one big happy family. Major League Baseball is not. I saw a great comparison on Twitter today that Major League Baseball and the Players Union are like two divorced parents that are trying to get a kid to move in with them, and the kid's just mad that both of them had disappointed them so much. We as baseball fans have been completely let down by Major League Baseball. Everyone in the owners, the owners group, the league office. I mean, it sucks that the players are also kind of looped in with this, but they they weren't able to come to an agreement, and that's that's problems on both sides. It's not just the owners' problem that you know they can't get along. Both the players and the owners have to get along, but they know what was going on. The owners were posturing for this next collective bargaining agreement that is due up after next season, after 2021. And man, I got to tell you, as as normal as everything is starting to look, and we can kind of see that 2021 is probably going to be the year that we're getting back into the stadiums, we're going back to live games, and everything's going to be on, you know, hopefully a normal schedule by that point. We might only get one more year of baseball. The prospect of the future of Major League Baseball is so dim and bleak and terrible right now, and that is squarely on the shoulders of Rob Manfred, the league office, and these owners. They couldn't step up to the plate when everyone wanted them to in this whole pandemic situation. They had a chance to unify the country. And I know that's probably overstating the importance of baseball and all this other stuff, but they had a chance to be the only game in town. They missed that boat completely, but guess what? They didn't miss the boat on unifying everyone in the country because they've unified everyone in the country against baseball. I, man. Whew. Anyway. I just, I, I, I don't see a silver lining in this. I, I'm, I'm a positive guy. I love baseball. I love baseball more than any other sport. I love the Reds more than any other sports team. But they are currently part of a league that has completely destroyed everything. I don't know what the future of Major League Baseball looks like. I don't know how it saves itself from here. They look like the absolute worst-run organization in America. And I'm going to leave it at that. I, Oh, man. I, I really hope we get some more positive news in the coming days. We're probably going to hear a decision about the 48-game season that's going to happen. We're probably going to have baseball. And trust me when I say this. When baseball is back, I will be happy. I will be watching every single game. I will be all in on it. We'll be talking about the Reds. We'll be talking about how good they are. But I just had to give this point to you today of how mad I am at the way that this whole entire sport has been run.
And if you listen to this point, well, you've heard me rant a whole lot. So I appreciate you listening to today's podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and make sure that you are subscribed. Follow me on Twitter. I, I tell you, our favorite sport has really done a number on its fans and has asked them to sit idly by and just wait for baseball to happen. And that is the biggest disservice that they could possibly do, not to mention the fact that they're not bringing any new fans to the game. And they're pushing old fans away. Thank you so much for listening. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. We'll have some better news for you tomorrow. On tomorrow's episode, I've got my buddy Austin Elmore, host of the Ball Don't Lie podcast. We're going to be talking about a really great connect the dots thing he's got with all of this. I think it's a very thought-provoking idea, and you're not going to want to miss it. That's going to be on tomorrow's Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you then. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.